Hi, I'm Marcus, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by visiting patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. I'm John. Joining me as always is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> In this episode, do you remember Garfield on a glass, Batman on a mug, or E.T. on a tumbler? <laughs> Promotional drinking glasses <laughs> were at their peak during our Gen X youth, and their popularity with collectors is still growing. We're yeah. going to dive into remembering those collectible drinking glasses all throughout this episode. First, though, we have some fourth listener email, which, as you know, is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Mo, it's not you. <laughs> I know. I, 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 no I longer can to, it I, ever I, be Mo or George. No, we no. did that once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fourth listener of this episode is Scott. He wrote in the subject line was CYOA and Zork. So uh, referencing our Choose Your Own Adventure oh, podcast yeah, yeah, that we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Scott says, hey guys, loved your segment on Choose Your Own Adventure. And parenthetically, I did not have a shorthand way for saying that. I said the whole thing as a kid. Yay. <laughs> you mentioned how you thought some video games were influenced by those books. And someone even mentioned Zork. The funny thing is, my experience with Zork was not in video game form. My first experience was an official Zork book that was a clone of Choose Your Own Adventure. They had that? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I know what I, I'm looking for that. <laughs> right? I know. Right? He's already searching eBay right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all firing up eBay. Scott says, I only had read one of them, and even as a kid, I knew it was a ripoff of Choose Your Own Adventure, but I enjoyed it a lot, and it wasn't until years later that I was surprised to discover Zork was a video game. Wow. I guess they wrote and published six of them. I've only read one, which was called The Cavern of Doom. So yes, Zork definitely ripped off Choose Your Own Adventure and more so than you thought. Very cool. That title sounds familiar. Like, I think yeah. I've heard of that title. The Cavern of Doom? I think so. I have a feeling that pretty much one out of every 10 video games has an episode called The Cavern of Doom. That's well, pretty common. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so how's your eBay searching gone? Have you found them yet? Uh, none I can afford. None really? <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> no, really? Not yet. I haven't found okay. any yet. I'm just joking. Well, I'm going to start to look then. I'm... <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I don't care. Now I want to know. I do. I'm going to go. Zork's use your own adventure. Let's see. <laughs> yep. There they are. Yep. Holy yeah, crap. Quick search. I do remember those. So Scott lets us know that, yeah, Zork, in fact, it ripped off Choose Your Own Adventure doing its own thing. But it's basically the same thing, right? It's Choose Your Own Adventure yeah. like Zork is. It's different once you get to type what you want instead of picking kind of one of, one of two or three choices. So. Thanks a lot, Scott. I've just spent $300 on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, not only is John making me spend money, our fourth listeners are making me spend money too. Keep it up there into the bargain. That's good. That's great. <laughs> very Scott, cool. Scott, thank you for writing in. We appreciate when you write in. Uh, we also appreciate when you make George spend money. Very grateful for that. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, we love it all the fourth listeners write. If you'd like your email read here on the show, hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We read every single one and most make the show. We'd love to have you take part. All right. It's time to jump into collectible drinking glasses right after this. Attention, Superman fans. Superman glasses are coming to Taco Bell. That's right. Taco Bell is offering Superman glasses. With exciting scenes from the movie. There's six of them. Every time you buy a medium-sized Pepsi-Cola, you can buy a Superman glass. But supplies are limited, so uh, hurry down to your Taco Bell and, and start your own collection of Superman glasses. Superman glasses, not only at Taco Bell. Not long ago, I was browsing Etsy and I came across uh, somebody's board that had listed tons of these drinking glasses, which gave us the idea to do this episode of the Backtrack. And they were pretty much everywhere we were growing up as kids. You could go to oh, yeah. convenience stores or gas stations or wherever mm -hmm. and get your favorite character printed on a glass. And of course, it was a set. So they wanted you to come back again and yeah. again and again. Many times it was a factor in deciding where I was going to eat lunch because I'm like, well, <laughs> well, who has the glass I need? And there was always that one damn glass that they printed fewer of. It, it was hard like. to find. Why? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> it was you specifically, John, that they were going after. Was that. it just me? Okay. Yeah. I doubt that. I mean, <laughs> this kind of promotional item started in the 1930s even. And they're still making them today, but man, the heyday of them was definitely 70s, 80s, probably oh, early sure. 90s. Mm -hmm. You could get these things. And if you weren't around uh, back then, let's just quickly recap what the deal was. Of course, you go to a restaurant or a store or whatever, and you order a drink and you get wax coated yeah. paper cup as your drink. 
But used to be when you bought that drink or a meal or something, you could get a actual made of glass, collectible drinking glass that had yeah. some kind of promo item on it. Maybe it was promoting their store or their characters, or maybe it was a movie or TV show or something. But like lunch boxes, they're like, yeah, it's a utilitarian thing, but man, I want them all because it's got my favorite guy on it or my favorite Muppet on it or whatever it might be. And there's a whole completionist aspect too of it, right? You oh, yeah. Get all oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get all the whole set. And I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> this is absolutely one of the things that spawned John's OCD collectible everything. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong at all. And then, George, you even found, I mean, we were researching for this episode. Yeah. There's like a whole association just for this hobby. There is. And it's not a group. It's not a, it's an association. That's what I love about it. Like, really? it feels like a fully formed corporation kind of thing. Yeah. Jeez. It's called the Promotional Glass Collectors Association. And I want to put Of America on the end of it, but yeah, <laughs> it just feels like that way. It's the PGCA, you know. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, the PGCA. You know, they, yeah. So they have a website. They do convention style meetups uh, where wow. they get together, I guess, and talk about collecting these glasses and probably trade them and stuff. <laughs> that's got to be like the most dull convention. <laughs> There's no way no that that's way. dull. That that's is absolutely, absolutely not. the best form of awesome I have ever heard of. I'm <laughs> telling like, you. For like an hour, maybe, but I can't nah. see more for that. Like, if, listen, if, if you're a collector like these people are, true, like I true. was. If you're passionate mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. That's right. You know, they have like special guests that were the people who designed the glasses coming in to speak about how they came up with the artwork. (laughs) And then they've got like executives from Wendy's or McDonald's who created the promotional program. You know, they've got all of that at one of these conventions. But the best thing they have on the website is this database. John and I were looking through it. It is exhaustive. You type in any business, restaurant, character, whatever. Mm -hmm. And if there was ever a glass, it's listed in that database. Yeah, it's been, they're way more than I ever thought. And we're not going to get to all of them in this podcast, oh, obviously, because no. <laughs> there were so many. And it's it's funny that the thing that makes these so collectible, I bet you, first of all, they were cool. They were fun to collect. But secondly, they're made of glass. Mm-hmm. So that means they are a fragile on the way out thing. However many of them were on the planet yesterday, there's a couple fewer today because somebody slipped. Oh, yeah. You know? I, re- I remember <laughs> I remember breaking one of my collectible glasses when I was a kid. And, the and you can't replace it. No. no. And it's not like an action figure. Like, you could glue that back together. The a glass is done. I broke it while the promotion was still going on. There was no way my parents were taking me back to the restaurant Again. to buy another one. Again. No, Sorry. that was over. You're not getting more of those. No, you, you had your <laughs> shot, buddy. Uh, well, some that are out there that were absolutely, I remember for sure, a lot of restaurants had their own characters. McDonald's was a huge one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which they kind of downplayed lately. Like, you don't see a lot of them anymore on their ads and stuff. But there was, of course, Ronald McDonald and Mayor McCheese and Hamburglar and Grimace. because they're all people. too goddamn creepy now. In today's society, They're, they are creepy. No, there's no way that people are letting a clown take care there's of their kids. There's not much creepier than a fry guy. I mean, a swarm right. of those things coming. <laughs> or Grimace. <laughs> Jesus. I, I can outrun Grimace. The fry guys swarm what you. What was Grimace anyway? I don't know what Grimace was. He was like an elongated purple Hershey's kiss. I didn't know what the hell <laughs> Grimace was. That is the most bizarre but accurate picture of Grimace I ever heard. <laughs> don't you be body shaming Grimace. That's, he is the way he is. He's perfect, just like he was. But yeah, starting in 77, you could go to McDonald's and like, and not just a happy meal with any meal. It's like you buy a meal and it's like, hey, would you like a glass? Yeah. And you, sometimes they were free or sometimes Usually they cost like 50 right? cents or 60 cents. Right. They were so dirt cheap, even for back then, because they wanted you to get the glass. The glass was yeah. the reason to get you. I bet you they were selling them at cost or just slightly yeah, over like lost to get you yeah, in there to were collect a loss them. Leader. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they did sure. bring young people into the restaurants and young people make old people spend money. So it was a win-win for McDonald's as far yeah. as they were concerned. Wow. Put that on a, that sounds like a marketing slogan. Young people, what did you say? Young people make old people, old people spend, spend money. money. Absolutely. That's true. Is That's, that our new yeah. tagline for Gen X? It might be. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what a Burger King, obviously they had their own, it was the King, but they had their own little yeah, line of characters. They, okay. But Let's, they, they stretched it a characters. bit. Come on. I'm, I'm convinced Burger King made up characters because McDonald's had characters. They absolutely. Characters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, they didn't to. have the same roster, but they did have, a couple years after McDonald's in 79, they came out with their character glasses. Of course, had the Burger King. Who else? Who else was on a Burger King glass? Oh, was it a prince I, or something? It was the Burger Prince. He was a guy. Was yeah. Sir Shake-A-Lot is the one that oh, I remember Oh, Sir Shake-A-Lot. Oh, yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah, oh, him. God. That was the Wizard so of awful. Fries. The robot, Wizard the Wizard of, of Fries. fries. Oh. <laughs> the Wizard oh. of 
Oh, fries. Oh, my God. <laughs> see how forced the Burger King characters were? God. But they were good to have. Well, see, yeah. that was the thing about the McDonald's characters. Other than Hamburglar, they all, and Mayor McCheese, they were like Grimace, you know, Ronald McDonald himself. They weren't specified toward a food product. Burger right. King was like, we've got to have characters because McDonald's has characters. They're bigger than us. And everything was like the Sir Shake. Really? Sir yeah, Shake yeah. a lot? Yeah, Come based on. on shakes, based on fries. They had one. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, you never saw McDonald's do a Captain Filet of Fish or something, right? right. They didn't do that stupid <laughs> stuff. Although well. they, later on, they made the Chicken McNugget toys, which was a whole thing. Oh, those yeah. little talking nuggets, the, those little things? The little yeah. Mr. Potato Head versions of their Chicken McNuggets. Yes where you can oh, switch yeah. the hats around. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> what part of the chicken's the nugget? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to that. Like, yep. yeah, don't ask that question. In 84, Wendy's came out with a line, but Wendy's never had... <laughs> Never had characters to put on there. They just had Wendy. Sort of. And they they did some promotional stuff for Wendy's where they had like these old timey like glassware kind of stuff. Like stained glass almost. Stained glass. They they kind of matched the nostalgic thing. Right. character pieces, not really. In 84, they came out with a line of where's the beef glasses. Oh, geez. Really? (laughs) Yes. that's the best one ever. I would love one of those. Right. What a Clara Peller on a glass. Like (laughs) pointing at you screaming, where's the beef? Of course you yep. do. Yeah. And there were three yeah. of them. Is it the three old ladies? What else is on the glasses? I mean, just her three times? There was one that was Clara Peller with a little okay. bubble above her. Yep. Then there's another one that's just the words, where's the beef? Okay. All right. That yeah. makes sense. And then the third yeah. one I couldn't find an image for, but. Okay. I, I still want them all. Yeah. <laughs> they probably cost a fortune because I'm sure they're like <laughs> 10 left in the world. You know? <laughs> Another great character that came out of, in fact, we talked about on our uh, retired advertising mascots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Domino's put out a set of four glasses in 1987 all around the Noid. Oh, the guy the who pizza pizza Noid. Yes. Pizza Noid. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> pizza Noid was awesome. I loved him. I don't know why. I didn't even I, like Domino's uh, Pizza back then. I don't know if I, I loved, loved the Pizza Noid. He was yeah. interesting. He was kind of talk about creepy. He was creepy. He was he creepy. He was a little creepy. And yeah, talk about Grimace. What the hell is the Noid? What's he supposed to be? Well, I never understood. Is he like a, a red rabbit or something. He's like a drug addict kind of thing. Wasn't well, he? he was wearing like that full bodysuit that only the face hole was cut out, and then he had ears. Is he doing mocap or something? Yeah. Is he doing any circus? <laughs> What's he doing with that thing on? <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's a ping pong balls glued on what? him. He's ready for the for the shoot. <laughs> So did you guys ever see the Welch's grape glasses, grape jelly glasses that they came out no. with? Yes. I have no clue. Yes. So you know, okay, I'm going to, I want to find out about Do you these. know when those started? No, I have no clue. Those started in 1950. What? Really? Yeah. Howdy doody, collectible glasses. So when you buy the grape jelly, they had a different lid on the top. Like it wasn't a screw off lid. It was more of like a snap on. So that yep. way it, it made like a smooth. It, it screwed just a tiny bit. It didn't have many threads. It kind of cranked it a little and tightened it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. But there were no, no like screw ridges on the top. There were no threads. Oh yeah. So back. Back in the day, though, they you know you had the jelly. So when you finished the jelly jar, you had yep. a glass. When yep. You okay. the jelly. So they had things like Howdy Doody, Davy Crockett, and then in the wait, 60s, wait, wait, they wait. Got- so I'm confused. So the jelly jar already had yes. the logo that, on right. it when you bought the it in the store. The, yeah. So you it. didn't send off for this commemorative glass. No, no. The jelly came oh. in, in a glass. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so you knew exactly what you were getting because you walked in. We had a grocery store. I never saw a single Welch's with all that stuff. That's too cool. Really? Oh, yeah. They did the whole thing in the 60s was a big like cartoon. They did Flintstones and Archie's and, you know, all that Uh, stuff. Whoever they could get. So I mean, there's (laughs) something here that I'm thinking like, wow, I'd love to get those. Like they did a whole Warner Brothers series where they had like Bugs Bunny and Speedy Gonzalez and all those guys. Mm. And they continued up until they did some sports when they did Dangerous Species glasses. They did all sorts of stuff. And I think they ended back in like 2002 or somewhere around there with a Jimmy Neutron set that they had. Huh. I've got to tell you a Welch's jelly glass anecdote. Oh, Lord. (laughs) There's an anecdote for Welch's jelly glasses. (laughs) The ones I collected that I remember as a kid probably I've got to be 70s or so when I got these is I love the line of Tom and Jerry ones that came out, right? The cartoon, oh, yeah. the, the cat Oh, yeah, mouse. I love Tom and Jerry. Yep. They were very small. They're like juice glasses. They're quite small, as you can yeah. imagine. They're not great tumblers or anything. So you get a small drink in them. So we use them for juice glasses or whatever. And I had one for a long time in my bathroom to brush my teeth and rinse my mouth. Instead of having disposable Dixie cups, I had a little Tom and Jerry glass. Oh, okay. And okay. it never broke. It's today, to this day, if you walk in my house, on my sink is that Tom and Jerry Welch's glass. 
glass with my toothbrush in it. It's what today I use to set my toothbrush in wow. so it doesn't lay on the table. I still have that. Wow. So now I know where I can pick one up. That's awesome. Yeah. No, you, no, you do not. <laughs> you, also, you, they can be like, that glass is worth $20,000. It's the last one in existence. <laughs> you could stop by for a viewing, but you're not leaving with it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I found that a lot of these ended up in my house accidentally. I wasn't actually out seeking them. Like you'd go to a Taco Bueno or wherever you go and yeah. they, oh, here, here's a foghorn leghorn glass. Yeah, it's 50 cents and you get it. But were there ever any, do you guys remember any that you intentionally collected that you were seeking out to get the full sets of? Oh, a McDonald's ones for sure. You were trying to get the McDonald's ones? Yeah. My problem is that we'd get them. Like you go to a store, you buy the glass. Yeah. And if we didn't go straight home, the odds are about 50-50 that glass making it back. Sit in the car, break, oh, get in the I'd trunk. I'd sit it someplace. Yeah. I'd leave it someplace. Yeah. yeah. You know. What about you, George? Any that you ever were collecting trying yeah. to get the set of? Yeah. A couple of different sets, um, but never finished a single one. Oh, uh, Garfield. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I know you're a huge Garfield fan. Garfield yeah. um, and Star Wars, of course, that was probably my favorite glass clay. And everybody did Star Wars, by the way. Like, we may only talk about one or two when we get to the section of the podcast where we talk about movies but there was probably not a promotional glass company that would do those things that didn't do Star Wars. Everybody did Star Wars yeah. when it first came out. Well, Star Wars is all about marketing anyway. I mean, that's right. where they make the most of their money. So they're selling themselves out wherever. <laughs> I know that I was very big into collecting, and we'll talk about them later, but Taco Bell did a line of Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan glasses. They were very oh. creative. They're, they're very thin. <laughs> At the bottom, they kind of they had a couple of, uh, kind of bulbed out a couple of places. They weren't just simple straight glasses. They were really cool. And I at one time, I had a full set of them. I don't think I'd, I... I maybe had three of them left somewhere, mm. but I rebought them. They were not my originals. I now, who's, who came out with those? Taco Bell. Taco, yeah. Taco Bell. Jeez. During the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, they did. I always thought it was funny with these glasses, though. It's like cartoon characters, all this stuff, always... They look pretty good on the glasses. But whenever yeah. they try to put, like, real people's faces... Yeah. The screen printing. Look, terrible. Terrible. Look, yeah. It just looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a bad movie. This, yeah, what yeah. animation is this? <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> Hello. Well, hello, Porky. You're a Hardy's, and you brought your friends along. Now when you buy a Pepsi for 49 cents, you can keep the Looney Tunes glass. Collect a set, because there's a new glass every week at Hardy's. Just ask us to fill a funny glass to go. Speedy's the face that brings me back. Sweetie's the face that brings me back. Hardy's the face that brings us back again. A lot of the glasses you could get, uh, we mentioned that they would be like characters from uh, mm -hmm. cartoons or whatever, that kind of thing. But pretty much anything in pop culture was ripe for the pickings on these glasses during the heyday. Sure. Mm -hmm. The much maligned Arby's, who uh, has the meats, of course. They, <laughs> they have the meats. They do. That's what I've heard. And the glasses. They also had the glasses. In 1981, they put out a line of glasses featuring uh, Johnny Hart's BC series. Remember the, oh, the cavemen? Man, those are the amazing. The comic strips? Wow. Oh, my God. That makes yeah. me wish I ate at Arby's. <laughs> Just really, don't punish yourself over that. You could just I, get the glasses without eating at Arby's. Well, but back then you couldn't in 1981. I mean, my my dad used to love Arby's, but I never liked it. So whenever he would get Arby's, I wouldn't. He never eat. brought you home a glass. I never, he never did. No, no did you know it was there? Not my dad. <laughs> They put them out for a while and even had a Thanksgiving special line of them. They had some that had like stained glass around these cavemen for some reason. But uh, yeah, Arby's putting out BC glasses was a thing. Wow. There was another fast food restaurant that I've heard of but never been to called Burger Chef. That ring mm, a bell to you? Not me. I mean, I'm a Burger Chef, but I've never... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was your restaurant. You could have it been. It might have been my restaurant. I just well, didn't know what I had you it. doing in 1978? Because in 1978, Burger <laughs> Chef put out a line of uh, these made the list because they were novel endangered species glasses. What? So these weren't characters or anything. These were promoting, kind of making awareness over, you know, things like uh, apes and uh Was that around the time when the Endangered and... Species Act got passed? And maybe it that's why been. they did it? Or maybe they were promoting trying to get the act passed. But it was the bald eagles huh. on there and tigers and all kind of stuff. Uh, it had a set of glasses you could get just for that. Huh. Tiger King was at Burger Chef, apparently. <laughs> 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 All right, so I'm going to talk about one that I really liked then, and I actually had two of the four. I never did get the other two. But back in 1981, Wendy's did a set of four newspaper headlines. So <laughs> they newspaper took headlines? Wait, wait, wait. They took, newspaper headlines? They took actual like front pages of newspapers and, <laughs> and put them on the glasses. So really? they had a Yeah, they had a newspaper.
remember the front page that talked about the moon landing? That was one of them. Okay, it's obvious. Yeah. Right? They did another one about the first uh, flight of Shuttle Columbia. Oh, okay. So that was really cool. Wow. They did one about the celebrations of the Bicentennial. They had one of those newspaper covers on Nice. Okay. That's, yeah, okay. I had moon landing and Bicentennial, but the fourth one, the one that I really wanted, I never got, was the Miracle on Ice. Oh. (laughs) The U.S. Olympic hockey team beating the Russians in 1980s. The moon landing and show Columbia to this day. <laughs> also, we won a hockey game. It was game. a big deal. It was a big deal. <laughs> it was huge. It was. For yeah, me. it was. I remember watching that event and seeing that somebody had put out a promotional glass about the newspaper headline. I I wanted it so bad, but I never did get it. Oh, that seems man. Like such an odd thing to put in the collectible. I glass, know, though. but but now it sounds cool. Like, <laughs> I, oh, absolutely. Well, it's it's just historical. That's thing. neat. It's it's like the documentary of collectible drinking glasses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, also don't forget that when when that came out in eighty one, I mean the Miracle on Ice was only a year ago, exactly, right? and so, that's why I really wanted still, it because it was fresh yeah. in my mind, you know, and not even a full year because it was winter of nineteen eighty. Oh yeah, it was right around the corner, sure. Now we're talking about Arby's. Going back to them <laughs> in nineteen eighty, appropriately enough. They came out with a line of Pac-Man glasses. No big surprise there. Pac-Man was sweeping the nation. You didn't get them? Listen, I have had Pac-Man glasses in my day, and there are a few in my cabinet. I don't know if I have any Arby's ones. <laughs> but well, the game was, I mean, Pac-Man fever was sweeping the country, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did as much Pac-Man stuff as they did Star Wars stuff back in the day. Probably, yeah. In that I era, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So if you went to Arby's for 59 cents and the purchase of a soft drink, you could get a Pac-Man glass mm. until they ran out. That's right. While supplies last. Yeah, that was <laughs> The, right? I hated that phrase. God, till supplies last, and I never got it. That's telling me I got to hurry. Quit it. Quit, quit stressing yeah. me out. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question then. If okay. you were to take a very famous comic character named okay. Popeye, which yep. restaurant yeah. would produce those glasses? Oh, Kenny Rogers Roasters? Yeah, pretty close. Captain D's. No. <laughs> Pop- Popeye's? Popeye's Chicken actually had collector's glasses in 1982. That's, that's a little on the nose. series that's of perfect. Popeye through the years, they called it. Oh, right. So like his black and white form and his more modern yeah. stuff. Oh, All the way yeah. up. Can you imagine, like, what was the chaser in that? Olive oil? Was she the chaser? For Popeye's Maybe? chicken, you think? Yeah. Or Bluto. Or Bluto. Bluto. Yes, Bluto. Bluto. Bluto was the Bluto. antagonist. Yeah, because right? you know Wimpy, he's on every I'd want the Bluto. Because he's the cheap character. Yeah. They didn't have to pay much for his license. Wimpy. He would gladly pay you Thursday for a collectible glass today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, McDonald's came out with a line of Snoopy glasses in 1983. Oh, man. That was such a huge yep. Peanuts so fan. So just Snoopy? Well, this, this whole Snoopy line, the, uh, the, the Peanuts. Yeah, the okay, Snoopy yeah. line. But they focused on Snoopy because you had like Snoopy and you had Snoopy as the Red Baron and Snoopy with Woodstock. And so they, definitely there have been Peanuts sets, but uh, they put out a line that specifically focused on Snoopy because some people are just Snoopy fans. Some people like Charlie Brown and Peppermint Patty. Some people just like their Snoopy. So they put Snoopy those Snoopy is out. cool. Come on. Yeah. He I is. Mean, yeah. Absolutely. He's Joe Cool. Yeah. So... Nineteen eighty six was appropriately enough an election year. So McDonald's again. You see a theme with McDonald's? They are hammering these glasses because oh, like yeah. they need one more reason to get people in. But it was working. <laughs> he said, if "Something works. Don't fix it." I remember these. It was a line called McVote. No, there wasn't. Yes, you don't remember no. these? No, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. And I'm glad I don't. That's horrible. No, it was cute. So they instead of just being the characters, <laughs> and it was the characters. It was Mayor McCheese and whatever. But I think if I remember, like the imagery was Mayor McCheese was running for re-election. And so he had campaign pins and banners and like mm. a red, white, and blue bunting. And all their characters were involved in the vote. And it was getting people to think about going out to vote, right? So they, they had a McVote line. And in the meantime, they were making money selling glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that was what their main goal was. I don't think it was about getting people out to vote. Well, with any company, the public service is actually PR for them. So if they, we're being nice. No, you're not. You're selling stuff, but yeah. you can be nice along, along for the ride and be a good citizen. So that worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Now one of your favorites, George, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave to you to talk about. You love this cat. Oh, the McDonald's Garfield glasses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I still have two of them. I never got all four. There were four in the set. Only two. I only got two. I'm telling you, I was very pissed at my parents. Very, very pissed at my parents. <laughs> so was this promoting Garfield the, when he had his own cartoon or was this promoting uh, no, Garfield so strip was, or was this promoting it Garfield, the Garfield the movie? TV show it was no not the movie the movie was like that was way, way after yeah. that yeah. yeah no this is 1987 no this was just Garfield the comic strip oh, okay he was coming out with a line at that time of collection books so 
you would have these like, and they were really oh, the weirdly sized. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Compendiums. Yeah, yeah. They were flip books, Garfield but Gaines stretched weight. along the yeah. Y axis. <laughs> but they were just these compendiums of the three little panel or four panel newspaper clippings of the comics. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they started putting these on glasses, like one panel of the strip. You know, like I hate Mondays or lasagna. Yeah. You know that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. lasagna. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hate you, John. Whatever. <laughs> right. And I still have two of them. They're sitting in our little dishware display case that my wife spent like four thousand dollars on but it's got my garfield glasses <laughs> sitting inside it holding a position of prominence well i'm glad they're well protected then absolutely so since those are so treasured for you so i have a question about your garfield glasses so as, as much treasured as they are do you ever use them to drink out of oh hell no like no? i said they're in that four thousand dollar display cabinet absolutely never you don't like bring them out of the holidays nope. and use them or something with the fine china <laughs> or nothing like that thanksgiving you know right nope it's a special occasion break out the uh, i hate mondays no first of all you use the word break so damn oh, sure right. not gonna bring them out around that's you. the problem right <laughs> no i they sitting up there I, every now and then i'll just stand there and look at them occasionally i'll take them out and show them to one of the kids or something like that but no i just don't want to take a chance on those just keep them safe i got those when i was a kid i know right 1987 how many years is that that's it's 30 like 33 years, years? yeah so that's a lot I mean, of years that's a lot and of you years. haven't broken it yet so no are you going to complete the collection you can try to get the other two i ever? probably will now that we've probably. had this damn podcast now that we're talking about spending it. money on zork <laughs> yes! books and garfield more, more spending money <laughs> pac-man arby's new pac-man glass is so popular everything at arby's is being gobbled up there goes a roast beef deluxe there goes a sub. Whoops, there goes our logo. Come to Arby's today for your fabulous Pac-Man glass. But you better hurry. That Pac-Man is insatiable. There's no stopping him. Get your official Pac-Man glass today, only at Arby's. For all the things that they used to promote with these glasses, I mean, they used to do a lot of TV, especially cartoons yeah. on these well, things. Well, yeah. Sure. Cartoons uh, yeah. lend themselves naturally to Oh, it, right? yeah. I mean, they look they look better than the human faces did, for sure. <laughs> these glasses, <laughs> as, we, far. as we've discussed. <laughs> so I know Hardy's actually came out with this huge Looney Tune collection back in 77. Oh, that was like a lot of glasses, too. They like yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah, it was like a them. huge ton. It was like every major character from Looney Tunes. I mean, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky I mean, I think everything. I think they covered like the they whole They have Foghorn Leghorn? Is there a Foghorn Leghorn? Because if there yes. is. Yeah. There's more eBay money on the way. I had a Foghorn Leghorn Damn. glass. That's the one I remember oh, that I got accidentally from Hardee's. I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I accidentally got I it. I slipped and fell. I just said, no, I have a glass. <laughs> I just, no. I'm, I'm saying I wasn't seeking it out. Like we ended up at a restaurant and somebody bought a random glass and it ended up at my house. Did they do mystery stuff back then like they do with the mystery pop vinyls now? They didn't do that. I don't remember them being like that. I remember being able to say, you know, I'm missing, you know, right. this so particular glass. You accidentally get well, a just because I wasn't looking for it. It just I, I didn't go to Hardy's going, I gotta get me a Looney Tunes glass. It just <laughs> somebody brought it home for one day and now I had it. That was all. Oh, and actually I'm, I'm looking online and there is a foghorn leghorn. I know, I told you I know that. I had one accidentally. Is there one for exactly. sale on eBay? Uh Uh-oh. yeah, I don't know how much. There was, I just bought it. Snipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it worth to you, George? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like I don't know, I'm gonna come smash your Tom and Jerry toothbrush right. cup. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Hardy's didn't slow down. They did a lot of them. Obviously, early 80s, one of the biggest uh, cartoons that there was, the Smurfs, they put out a line. 15 glasses in that collection for How Smurfs. How many? 15. 15? How many Smurfs are there? There's at least 15, apparently. But Jeez, I didn't think there were that many. That was obvious, right? Because you could do one for every, the Brainy Smurf, the Papa Smurf, the Smurfette. The, it was probably like 10 Smurfettes and then five other Smurfs, because everybody loves Smurfette the most. <laughs> right, I don't yeah. know. The thing is, they could just print the same one on each one of them and just give them a different name. And just nobody put a would different label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's holding the book. He's holding the flower. He's this holding the vase. This Smurf. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you weren't in charge of the Smurfs back in the 80s. <laughs> Well, what about, I mean, Hardy's apparently love TV stuff. They actually did in 85, they did an Alvin and the Chipmunks set. I never saw one of those, but that, I didn't it makes either, sense. But it makes sense I they mean, would. Yeah. Uh, they uh. had a great cartoon going at that time, and they were really popular with their albums and stuff. So I, I would have probably gotten them if I had known about them. You know, if you're going for one-to-one, you had four pieces, you could do Alvin, Simon, Theodore, and Dave. Right. right. But sure. I'm 
betting they didn't do that. I bet you it was Alvin, Simon, Theodore, and, and more Alvin. Or all three of them. That's what I think. The group, okay. Alvin, Simon, Theodore, and the group. Because Alvin is the star of that. That's what people yeah. listen Nobody to. Nobody gives so. a damn about Dave. To hell with he's Dave. He's disposable, Dave, really. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> he's disposable. Anybody can be Dave. <laughs> no, he serves a valuable purpose. You see, Dave is the comic foil against which they play the juxtaposition. Never mind. It's Okay, yeah. Alvin and the... <laughs> What the that's, hell is that? That's my thesis on Alvin and the Chipmunks in modern society. Oh, okay. No, it's not. I just made that. <laughs> so also in 86, He-Man and Masters of the Universe set came out. I actually looked trying to see who put these out, and I couldn't find who put them out. Really? I don't know if there was a fast food restaurant or where, but what I can't believe, there are only four pieces in that set with all the characters. Think of those action figures. I mean, you got your He-Man and you got your Man-at-Arms and stuff, but did you have a glass for Stinkor or Moss Man or any of the, the stupid ones that you wanted? <laughs> well, I mean, not if they have four. You're just going to get the main characters I would think right it's like He-Man Skeletor uh, you're gonna have She-Ra probably Cringer Beastman some of those guys yeah Cringer yeah. Man-at-Arms yeah. that's about it yeah those are all by Toon Tumblers they weren't by any restaurants or anything I was just doing some looking up it looks like they're actually they're from the actual the toy company made those glasses they came from a tell they might have been mail-ins or like something for the back of the action yeah, figures or something that's I don't true. know or a cereal box or something yeah. maybe why I never saw yeah. well luckily back in the fast food Pizza Hut often put out a lot of stuff and they put out a line of happy days glasses yes and it's not a small line there's like seven pieces in this but i'm gonna just before we get into them if any of the characters had at least three of the seven glasses which character would it be the fawns yeah hey. he did he had him was he yeah like he was three of them profile shot him with a motorcycle him and all <laughs> head to toe it was like Fonz, 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 and here's Potsy. Oh, by the way, Potsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ralph? <laughs> I didn't see Ralph. No, there no were, Ralph and there mouth? were two Potsies. There were two Potsies. <laughs> and only one Richie Cunningham. The injustice. <laughs> <laughs> Potsy's representative got on the line and uh, got him a better deal with the glasses companies at Pizza Hut, I guess. Maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of them came out for TV shows, but actually for all the TV that we watched, I don't think they're all well represented. So of the mm. ones that didn't, weren't mentioned here, which of your favorite TV shows do you wish there had been a collectible glass set for? Oh, boy. Okay. I would have to say I would have definitely bought a $6 million man set. Yeah. Yeah. Two buyers. Yeah, for sure. So what would you put on this? There's a four glass set. What would you put on the set? Well, $6 million man, obviously. Okay. Probably Steve a couple of him and different doing something. He's he's lifting something. He's throwing lifting, something. Throwing yeah. something, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Shoot. So I think what else? We think Oscar Goldman. Does he get a glass? Oh, you got to have Oscar. You got to have an Oscar. Okay. And what, and what about Rudy Wells, the doctor? Maybe. Wow. Why don't Remember you have the else? Sasquatch or Yeti thing that was on exactly, there? Exactly. Yes. You got to That's got to be Bigfoot. Bigfoot was right. huge. Bigfoot yeah. was pretty way better. George, what about you? What show do you wish you had? A- well, I mean, so I was checking with Glass 411 because I don't want to say, oh, I want this show. And then it actually had glasses. And it was there. The one <laughs> show that I would have loved to have had glasses on was Battlestar Galactica. There were freaking glasses on that one. Were there? Oh, wow. I don't know which restaurant they were from, but so you could there get were Battlestar Galactica glasses. I could have gotten them, but just didn't know they existed. That would have been the one that I would have loved, especially... Battlestar Galactica was so much fun. The original series, I'm not talking about the reimagining, which was also mm-hmm. awesome. Which is also great, great, right? But I would have loved to have an Apollo, a Starbuck. You mm. would have had to have Boomer as the chaser, I would think. You have one that's like ships, right? That just showed the ships The Galactica out there. ship, yeah. Yeah, you got to yeah. show that, yeah. And uh, Amidala or Ada, what's his? Adama. Adama, Adama, Adama yeah. yeah. Yep. Not Amidala, that's a whole different. <laughs> they got Star Wars. That's, that's, that's Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> It'll bleed over. No surprise that for me, I mean, I would, I mean, you already said Six million dollar man. My my runner up after that Mo would be Greatest American Hero. I mean that would be awesome. Oh yeah, right. You got to yeah. have him. You, you have Robert Culp on there, William Cat on another one. The one where he's flying and can't keep up with himself. I would have bought the hell out of those. They're probably a glass with just the logo on it. Maybe yes, the logo that gorgeous yeah. looks like a pair of scissors logo. The yeah, I would have loved to have seen the book as the chaser. The instructions. Oh, the instruction book because you're always looking for it. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> you found it on the glass. Now I know how to fly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong on King Kong glasses. Get one free at Burger Chef when you buy a Big Chef or Super Chef large fries and a large serving of Coca-Cola. Or get one with purchase of a regular size Coke at a special price. King Kong glasses. Get all four for your kids. You want a straw? You get one you like at Burger Chef. I don't think we're going to get out of the collectible glass 
podcast without talking about movie tie-ins because that by far was probably the largest (laughs) population of collectible glasses. Absolutely. I can't even imagine when they started. I mean, probably with silent pictures for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) But there were definitely some standouts that I'm sure we all collected, loved, still have today. John, do you have any? Yeah. I mean, it's a promotional thing, right? So movies really need that push. You can't just wait for word of mouth because you have a limited window. So I think so many of these came out for movies because you got to get the word out that your movie is out. Yeah. I remember, again, we talked before about Burger Chef. Burger Chef put out a line of King Kong glasses in 1976. Wow. wow. You mean the one with Jeff Bridges? Right. Yeah. 1976. Right. So the iconic one where he's hanging on the side of the Empire State Building or he's standing on top no, of no, the... He's on, he's on the World Trade Towers. Center. That's yeah. right. It's right. It was the old one he was on the Empire State Building. The original, right. right. The Jeff Bridges one, 76. He was on the World Trade Center. Absolutely. Uh, and they're all, of course, they don't do anything dumb. All the glasses, they're all King Kong in different poses. He's on top of yeah. the building. He's fighting a plane. He's whatever. And I remember these. I've had them a couple times and they've all broken. They're super thin. Like yeah. really. Oh. Some, some of them are pretty Paper cheap. Paper thin. Yeah. See, yeah. if you put them in a $4,000 glass display case. <laughs> That's what I didn't do correctly. They stay, they stay that was good. my problem. Yep. The uh, I think that movie was just fraught with bad promotion ideas because I was in New York when that came out and they, as a promotion, they had this giant inflatable King Kong that they were going to put between the towers. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. And they inflated it, and the wind just shredded the thing. I was going to say the wind. (laughs) The wind would just rip it apart. And the problem is that uh, these balloons are not small. Yeah. They're actually really heavy. Oh, no. So where'd it go? It started floating down across the city, and the police were, like, evacuating from blocks (laughs) around because they had no idea where the thing was going to come down. Yeah, because something like that could crush and smother people and stuff. Man. Well, they they cleared the streets because they had no idea where this thing was going to land. It's like a spinoff of King Kong all about the King Kong balloon. (laughs) Exactly. Terrorizing the city. King Kong transforms into Mothra and comes down (laughs) into the city. Yeah, so that definitely was on there as like, you know, really bad idea list. That was on there for 76. George, you talked about Star Wars already. So let's get into talking about the Star Wars that was everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, well, so Burger King probably did like three different series for each of the movies. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know McDonald's did some. Who else? I heard 7-Eleven did some. I know everybody did them, but we'll talk about the And that was for the original Star Wars, too. And I remember Taco Bell did a line of cups, not glasses, for the Phantom Men. Do you remember the giant plastic cups? Oh, like they do a movie theater the insanely with the stupid Jar Jar Binks that you would drink out of his snout. Yes, right. Oh, <laughs> or you jam the straw Terrible. in the back of Anakin. Right. <laughs> yes. Like seven or eight inch tall, like a Darth Maul holding a double bladed lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where do I put a freaking straw in this and get a drink out of it? You drink out of the saber. That's what you drink out of. I was in college in '99 and Phantom was coming out, and I was collecting the hell out of those and i had them all around my apartment on top of the cabinets didn't care that much about the movie but i thought the cups were amazing least stupid so i had to have them amazingly amazing, stupid i bought them like that well and plus it was taco bell i was already going there anyway i was in college of course i'm well, eating there every you know day. the original artwork on the original ones from 77 and so on. oh that's it was like what we were talking about it was just the most god-awful lithograph <laughs> image of the people i remember specifically luke he looked more I don't know, like Howdy Doody than he did Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It, it was just like, it was like Play-Doh creepy. and molded a Luke face or something. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> well, they're making these cheap, so they're probably doing like four color transfers or something. Yeah, if you're right. lucky, there's dot shading, but usually it's just big blotches of color mm-hmm. to represent a face and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of my favorites I remember was back in I think early 80s, 81, where uh, McDonald's had the great Muppet caper classes. Oh, did they really? I've seen Yo, some of those. Yeah. Never had one. You got Kermit. I mean, they had all the major guys in there. I'm not even sure how many glasses they had it, but it was quite a few. I seem to remember like quite a few glasses in that collection. It, I feel like that was a set of six or more. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen sets so. of them. There are a lot of them. Of course, you have the Kermit riding the bicycle and you have Miss Hell Piggy yeah. and things like that. Mm, that was yeah. the iconic thing is him riding the bicycle was like, yeah, because we saw his legs. That? The magic of that. For the first right. time. Yeah, it was that's like, right. wow, so that's, that's what his legs look like. <laughs> Uh, terrible. We talked about uh, Taco Bell with their Star Wars, but they also did a line of Star Trek glasses. I, I think I, earlier I said it was the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, right. Yeah. Goes to show you how long it's been since I looked at my collection. It was actually the Search for Spock. Yes. So in 1984, they came out with those four glasses. And I'm glad you corrected that because there were fourth listeners typing away. They, they were already typing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, God damn it, I can't hit send. Well, what's wrong with you? 
I actually had a full set of those Wrath of Khan. Uh, I'm sorry. They weren't Wrath of Khan. I know Surfer's Bach. I know. Jesus. It was How one of the two good ones. Fan and you, one of the two good ones. <laughs> Search for Spock was not one of the good films. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It was an odd number filmed. By definition, it's not a good Star Trek film if it's an odd number film. We've already established that. Mm, yeah. Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What was on these glasses anyway? <laughs> well, you Shatner's had... giant ego was on one of the glasses. <laughs> Would that fit on a glass? <laughs> <laughs> there was one that had like the USS Excelsior on it. There was another one that had... Oh, okay. That okay. would be a good Spock one. Spock is... Uh, he's at the ceremony where he's getting his... his uh, his, his brain thing. Yeah, yeah. Re-extracted out of McCoy right. and given back to him and that kind of stuff. It was scenes from the film and iconic stuff. And there was a great one that I had for a long time, which was just a nice close-up of, of Spock and he's holding up the Vulcan salute, of course, and that's on the, mm, the glass. Yeah, and Those were nice. They, they, and they were not just, as I mentioned, not just cylinders. They had some designs. They had a futuristic-y looking too. Cool. Well, if we're going to talk about bad movies, we might as well talk oh, about geez. Batman Forever. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> Again, Search for Spock is not a bad movie, but go it's ahead with that movie now batman forever right. okay there's no argument that that was a horrible movie no that, that was, was bad. a horrible that was movie. bad that was a horrible, horrible it was good movie. enough for mcdonald's to put out a set of clear crystal mugs that actually even had handles on them they went the full nine on these things they weren't <laughs> just glasses <laughs> these actually last so unlike unlike the movie <laughs> unlike the movie right <laughs> unlike the box office for this film unlike other like printed glasses that just you have a glass and you mm-hmm. you screen print it these were molded glass like etched or something yeah like the no the light etched like it the glass had the shape it was it oh, was like yeah. in relief the characters oh, were okay, kind okay, of coming okay. out of the glass and they were smaller you could use them for hot beverages too they were pretty thick kind of crystal mugs which what a waste to do for batman forever i mean you could have right. done that you for get those star really trek cheap. or star wars but <laughs> yeah so i mean it was 10 years later but that would have been a great idea for the matrix yeah right yeah, sure yeah. exactly something that deserved that treatment and so yeah. oddly these are kind of ones <laughs> these are ones that lasted really really well because they were so heavy and who gives a shit that they're right. around it's like yeah. oh i need to fill this my batman forever collection no i don't no, i don't, I don't really need <laughs> you to. go on ebay they're like they're like here we'll pay you five dollars right. to take this from us it definitely seems like a thing you'll find like a garage sale right yeah. oh yeah i've seen so them a garage sale too. Garage yeah, sale. Yeah. have them out there yeah. of course if i saw them at a garage sale i'd probably buy them <laughs> i'd be quite honest because it'd be like a dollar <laughs> all right so now we're going to get to pick on John because not yes. only is he not what seen the movie. What else is new? Oh, okay. He hasn't gotten these glasses. Godfather's Pizzas. Anybody remember Godfather oh, Pizza? Yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to love yeah. Godfather's. Yeah. They actually put out a line in 1985 of Goonies glasses. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, of course they did. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're smart and it was a great movie. Of course you put out glasses. I'm sure it was. I'm, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I'm sure. It, okay. All right. <laughs> it still is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I believe you. No, it, I mean. We have to duct tape John to a chair and make him watch a damn movie. I know, right? I really want a set of Goonies Godfather pizza glasses. I really do. Want, like, I'm seriously going to go on eBay. You know, and try I bet and buy you those would be hard to find. I bet. They, they, I don't sure, know why. Because, yeah. well, because a Godfather's pizza chain, smaller you know? chain, right? Yeah. And so popular. Goonies so popular. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And they still are. Yeah. They're having a bit of a resurgence now lately, too. So well, One that I've definitely seen, and I bet you, is easier to come by. It was a Pizza Hut line for a way bigger movie. In 1982, they put out a four-piece set for E.T. Oh, okay. Yeah. So E.T. had just come out. Steven Spielberg. I have to ask this question. Am I one of the only people that thought E.T. was okay, but not as great as everybody proclaimed? Because it was, uh, like, huge. And I was like, I saw it, and I was like, it was You're probably right. not the only one. I mean, <laughs> I really enjoyed E.T., I I was kind of on the cusp of being too old for the movie, but still being young enough to appreciate it. Just I couldn't tell my friends that I liked it. I was right at that age range, you know, <laughs> you're, you're 11 years old and you're like, oh, mom, will you take me to see E.T.? But if you see any of my friends, just keep driving. Don't, don't stop at the theater. <laughs> well, let me tell you this, Mo. I, I think I enjoyed E.T. more from a filmmaking perspective than I did the story of the film. Okay, okay. Like, I, I thought I it was a huge achievement. I thought yeah. what was done, it was Spielberg, so the story was laid out well. But I was more interested in the, the special effects and how they did the alien and stuff like that. Which are pretty awesome. Yeah, before we leave E.T., I have to mention that unlike many of the others, Pizza Hut did a four-piece set I mentioned. They actually yeah. put out a special fifth piece that was Ooh. a silver-lined glass only given Ooh. to Pizza Hut executives. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's like the uh, holy grail of E.T. Yeah, right. glasses. <laughs> so you can imagine you silver-line the glass inside, so that makes mm-hmm. the outside have that silver shining through so it illuminates better. I can imagine those go for a premium. I'm not, I'm not even oh, looking yeah. that one up. I didn't want to no, no, even no. have, yeah. I mean, 
while you were talking about that, I just went and looked up the Goonies ones. I could get Uh-oh. a full set of four. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. Let us guess. A set of four? Yep. Goonies okay. glasses. All right. I'm going to guess. They're glasses. They're from 1985. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guess 25 or more than 25 bucks a piece. So I'm going to put them at 120 for a set. Wow. I was going to go somewhere around 60 for the set. Wow. Mo for the win. 68. 60 really? bucks. All right. $68. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's almost doable, George. I know. That's what pisses me off. <laughs> That's, like 120 was kind of dangerous. And it's not yeah. even an auction. It's a buy it now. Okay. Well, it's just click. All you can do is click. It's easy. Click. Yeah, whoever, I know. Whoever's selling those <laughs> hit that right price point, didn't they? Like, they mm-hmm. hit that sweet spot. It's, it's like, just right. And George they got like probably $12 worth of shipping. So, you know, it puts it up to 80 but 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. So twenty bucks a glass. Uh, Explain that to the wife. No. Well, before you buy those, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another so-so sequel, uh, Ghostbusters Two. They had yeah. uh, 1989 Sunoco. Not a fast food place. Ghostbusters 2 the put their stations? glasses out. Yes. Yeah. Which so to, huh? all you, had, you had to do a fill up. You had to fill up a certain amount of fuel and then you could purchase oh, one. I or remember I those a, kinds oh, of promotions. Yeah. Free yeah. Uh, fill up gets you a free blah, blah, blah. A free yeah, something. Or, or discounted, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a, a, or maybe a truck with our logo, a Hess station truck right. or whatever. You could get those things. But back in 89, they promoted Ghostbusters 2. You filled up your gas tank, you could get a Ghostbuster 2 glass. As low as gas prices are getting right now, they might have to go back to those kind of promotions. Yeah, really. I wish they would, right? Man. Go, but Ghostbusters 2 at a gas station. Uh, yeah, it doesn't fit weird. at all, right? No. You think yeah, it'd be something else, like Field of Dreams at a gas station or something, right? It's like, yeah. it's just, why would you take something that's very obviously like this pop culture sci-fi thing and go, you are pumping fuel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but really, what does ET have to do with Pizza Hut? Uh, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they made a Reese's Pieces pizza back then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they probably they did. Have dessert pizza? Don't give me. I'll say they probably did. They have dessert pizza all over the place. They, you know they did. <laughs> Get that with extra cheese. Somebody though. was like, chocolate sauce and Reese's Pieces and <laughs> on dough. powdered sugar on top on dough. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I'm making that tonight. That's not called dessert pizza. That's called Pete-zert. Pete-zert. Uh, Pete-zert. Yes. Okay. You gotta get that right. I think it's just called <laughs> make me throw up, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got one more to talk about. 84, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom had a line of glasses at Taco time of all places. What taco, taco time? time? What is taco time? Yeah. I'm more interested in the restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if they're still around or not, but uh, I remember the logo. I can remember seeing it. Like each letter was its own square on the sign. Taco time. No? Oh. Wow. They must yeah. have like, I think they, whoever they pay for the rights to do that, they probably put them out of business. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was a big movie. So it was a big movie for Taco Time. Yeah, I suppose so. But I mean, they had, you know, they had Short Round riding in the car and they had, of course, Indiana Jones and his bullwhip and whatever you could get. Just four pieces from Taco Time that you could get. Taco Time. I mean, I've looked up their logo. They've changed it now, but they're still, they're still around. around. Yeah. They're still, oh, this business. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're not in the Southeast. Yeah. I've not seen them, but uh, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing definitely them. definitely not Northeast either. Well, they've got a cactus in their logo, so maybe they're yes. Midwest or something it was like, like that. A, between the Taco and the Time was a cactus, right? So, Is that what I'm remembering? Well, well, yeah. there is, but the thing that you're talking about where the letters are all squares, that's actually a Taco Bell logo, Was believe it? it or not. Yeah, huh. Taco Time, they just had gold letters with a red border. Oh, well. I just walked right in the Taco Bell. I didn't look at the sign. I, I knew what I wanted. <laughs> Got tacos. Cool. I didn't look at the menu even. Like John said he, in the last podcast, he was looking forward to a Mexican restaurant. Now we know why. He was like, I just want my Indiana Jones classes. I'm not eager to get back to Taco Bell. I'm eager to get back to a real Mexican restaurant. It's a very different And we just lost another sponsorship. Thank you very much. (laughs) We apologize to the Taco Bell advertisers. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know. So if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X 
Screwing Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on GenXGrownUp.com. Of all of the collectible glasses <sighs> that we've talked about in this show, right, that you could have gotten, you might still be able to get, which are the ones that you most, that exist, that you would most like to own? Which, which are the ones that George is most liable to click by it now on? Well, you said <laughs> you can actually get. of the ones that exist, when you put that, that, took uh, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan out of the mix. Otherwise... <laughs> is that what, I'm sorry, is that one does not that exist. Would have been the one. That's just my, my, my bad imagination and memory. Uh, we only briefly mentioned it wasn't part of our list, but it was an answer to one of your earlier questions. I think uh-huh. I would really like to own the Battlestar Galactica glasses. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Sure. What about you, Mo? What do you think? The ones, for some reason, I just got a big nostalgia feel for is the, the BC comic ones. Mm. Hmm. Because... Okay. I, I mean, I, I used to read those every Sunday. Right. That was the reading the beat. And, and it's something that you really, I mean, I don't even know if they still draw them or somebody else started drawing them or not at this point. But if somebody bought that from a nostalgia standpoint, yeah, that would really like do it for me. And one of the things is George said, like, he threw out one that he wished they did, they didn't do. If they yeah. did a Tron set, oh, I would definitely oh, yeah. want that. Oh, yeah. I would oh, definitely want that. All yep. over that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone listening out there, if you're making glasses, you want to make a retro sold. Tron set. You have set. a set sold right there. I really would have loved to have gotten I forget who did them Hardee's or who did you say George did the the newspaper headlines those sound really Wendy's. interesting Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's yeah yeah yeah. I can see that being something that I would it, it's just so different than everything else like yeah, I, it is definitely I never knew different. it existed I'm like everything is a character or an actor or a scene and like no headlines off a newspaper I'm like who knew that sounds really intriguing huh well I guess we all head to eBay after we finish recording this show and spend some more money yeah here they are here. unfortunately George may have already spent money and land on moon okay good <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually nice looking glasses too. Holy yeah, cow. they are. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Before we get out of here, we'd love to take just a minute here at the end of the show to express our gratitude to all the patrons who support us over on patreon.com. Folks who take a couple bucks out of their wallet every single month supporting what we do, keep the lights on here and enable us to uh, do what we're doing uh, on the podcast over on YouTube and on the website. I'd like to call attention and give my great thanks to each and every one of you. Slow-mo, Greg Z, Davis, Steen, Dan, Arlem, Chet, Stubaka, Ben, Dana, Chad, Adam, Stu Monkey, Thomas, Mike C, Jonathan H, Agile, Levi, Tony, Marcus, Blaster, Stash It. <gasps> T2, Greg L, and Mark <laughs> took a second breath there. There's a lot of them. So grateful. If you would like to join these folks in supporting what we do, Mo, tell the fourth listeners how they can do that. Oh, it's so easy. Just go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. Mm-hmm. It'll take you right to the site. We have different levels, access to our special content. And if you pick one of the higher levels, and we even have some nice swag to give out that even in this day and age, John will brave the uh, coronavirus <laughs> outdoors, <laughs> the wilds, and, and mail get it to, to the you. post office. That's get right. to the post office. We'll get them out to you but anything anyone gives is always always appreciated um, especially these days so it keeps the lights going so every single one of them it's humbling validating gratifying yeah, so nice thank you so much to those of you who support us or thinking about it uh, easy to do head on over there just like Mo said thanks so much we will be back in two weeks with another backtrack but next week with a regular edition of the show we hope you will be there for that until then I'm John George thank you for being here yes sir Mo you know I appreciate you oh man always fun the fourth listener we appreciate you though most of all and we'll talk to you next time bye-bye see you guys take care everybody Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown-ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Just to let you know, yeah. what you've got listed down there is Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. Talk about. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. When we get down there, I'll say that I was wrong. Yep. I, <laughs> in, I didn't know if you wanted to redo that or not. So. No, it's fine. I said, said Rathacon, but just goes to show you how long it's been since I looked at him. <laughs> Go ahead, send the email. We'll just we'll delete it. It's fine. No, we won't delete it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? It's John is wrong. It's not George is wrong. I delete oh, those. George is wrong. Gets in the podcast. <laughs> I go right in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!